You're listening to a Big Finish production. Nothing stops you, does it, Professor? Drop a tower block on you and you barely break a sweat. Hang on, do Time Lord sweat? I'm going to ignore that question. <laughs> Here she is. I thought you got lost. Not exactly. I'm sorry about this. I really am. <laughs> earplugs. You're putting earplugs in? I know the professor goes on sometimes, but... I have no choice. Huh? They want the TARDIS and... And I have to give it to them. No! What are you doing? I'm so sorry. my job. The TARDIS is yours. Claimed in the name of the President of the Solar System. To the glory of the President of Volta! Remember, neither of them are to come to any harm. If you wanted them safe, you shouldn't have sold them on. Too late to get cold feet now. I sold the ship, not its crew. Yeah? I wonder if the boss sees it that way. I guess you're about to find out. Right, you loathsome toad. Speciesist. I'm sorry? Toads are people too, you know. They have feelings. Not this one. Fair point. Dog Bolter. Miss Bush, finally. So lovely to see you. The feeling is not reciprocated. <laughs> Data tablet? Yes, I can see that. What is it to do with me? It contains a contract, clarifying that my debt is fully cleared. Sign it. Uh, in time, Miss Bush, in time. <laughs> Hop! Mr. Dogbolter, sir. My right-hand man, and the only one in this infernal solar system I can trust. Well, when you can program your staff to be loyal. Precisely. I long gave up employing anything with a flesh brain. So unreliable. They would keep thinking for themselves. Exactly. It's my pleasure to serve. That said, Hob does have a great deal of autonomous function, don't you, Hob? Oh, yes, Mr. Dogbolder, sir. I even let him have his own small portfolio. Don't I, Hop? Sewerage disposal on Jupiter is currently showing a record profit, Mr. Dogbolder, sir. Yes, good boy. You've learned from the best. So, to business. Miss Bush, you've brought the time ship? You know I have. And the operating manual? Here, on a data stick. Uh, you get it once the agreement is signed, not 
before. Now, Ms. Bush, does that sound like something I'd agree to? Naturally, I'm pleased you've been so good as to bring me the ship. You threatened to have me assassinated under galactic law if I didn't. Alongside your travelling companions as abettors, yes. A harsh law, but not one without precedent. If there's one thing the universe doesn't like, it's a debtor. My debt to the Sparavors was supposed to be cancelled. Ah, but it wasn't, Miss Bush. It wasn't. Though they were pleased to find someone who was willing to buy it from them. <laughs> At a fraction of the original amount, naturally. You are, as ever, the most astute of businessmen, Mr. Dogbolter, sir. <laughs> I know. I fulfilled my end of the bargain. I've brought you the TARDIS and its manual. I want my debt cleared, and the assassins called off. All in good time. First, I will, of course, need to verify the contents of that data stick. Mr. Hop. Built-in data port. Please hand me the data stick so I can analyze its contents. At which point you could copy it, and I've lost any advantage. Advantage? <laughs> Miss Bush, what makes you think you have one of those? <laughs> I didn't get where I am today by allowing people to have advantages. Or even a choice. You will hand the data stick over, and I will then sign your document. That is simply how this must happen. How it will happen. There's no point in beating about the... <laughs> bush. <laughs> Fine. Here you go. Oh, what an interesting file formatting system. Quite thrilling. You're supposed to be reading it. Not asking it out on a date. How long do you need, Hob? It's a rather large file, Mr. Dogbolter, sir. It will take me 2.3 minutes. Ah, then I suggest you make yourself comfortable, Miss Bush. There's a particularly fine Arcturian single malt over there in the decanter. No, thank you. <laughs> you misunderstand me. I wasn't offering it to you. It's far too expensive to waste on staff. I was asking you to pour it for me. I'm not a member of staff. Get your own drink. No, you will do it for me. I'm making a point, Miss Bush. Until I sign that document of yours, I own you. And I will sign it. I'm a man of my word, usually. But you would do best to remember the position you're in. So, fetch me a drink. Fine. Uh, what are you? Uh, oh. Well. Ah! Oh, God. Phonic disruptors. <laughs> All things. Oh, I'll have ringing ears for weeks. God! Oh, no. Not you. Hello, Doctor. A pleasure to see you, too. Narvin. Don't tell me. Mel has been co-opted by the Celestial Intervention Agency. Mel? Uh, is that one of your travelling companions? One loses track. Why have you locked me up? I haven't. As much as it pains me, I'm breaking you out. 
Is that a sonic screwdriver? Uh, no, it isn't. It looks like one. Uh, no, it doesn't. It does. It really does. It's a sonic lockpick. <laughs> it's a sonic screwdriver. You're just embarrassed to admit you're copying me. Very well. Yes, it's a sonic screwdriver. It's based on your designs. It seemed a useful device, so I had one made. I have copyright, you know. Oh, do shut up and come on. Are there guards? No. There's a troop of soldier robots marching around the place, but we're all okay for now. Good. I presume Ace is also locked up here? I'm not breaking her out, too. Then give me your sonic lockpick, and I'll do it. You know I won't help you if you leave her here. <sighs> She's in the cell at the far end. I'm waiting. An explanation, a threat, an attempt at coercion. All the usual when dealing with the CIA. Well, except for an explanation. <laughs> I always have to fight for one of those. You're on Station 14. A space station just outside Sol's solar system. Never heard of it. It's owned by the recently elected president of the solar system. He uses it for diplomatic meetings. It's considered neutral territory. It would seem he also uses it for secret research work. Work he would like to hide from interplanetary authorities. Ah, which relates to why you're here, I suppose? Indeed. Uh, tell me, Doctor, might you know anything about a stolen TARDIS? Mr. Doug Potter, sir. Oh, I'm pleased to say the document appears to be genuine. Happy now? I didn't doubt it for a moment. So sign the contract freeing me of my debt and ensuring the continued safety of myself, the Doctor and Ace. And our business is done. Continued safety. Let me read this document of yours. Hmm. Hmm. The Doctor was never part of this deal. I'm happy to clear your debt, Miss Bush. And you are, of course, free to go. The other human girl, too. She's of no interest to me. I will keep the doctor, though. That wasn't part of the agreement. The doctor played no part in our agreement at all. Aside from the fact he was also under threat of death, thanks to your illegal ways. I have made no promises as to his continued freedom. I'm not leaving without him. Then you're not leaving! You have nothing to bargain with, Miss Bush. We had a deal and it's concluded. Hop, prepare a contract clearing Miss Bush of her debt, but with no further legal assurances. Already done, Mr. Doug Volter, sir. Ah. Built-in data port, built-in printer. Do you make toast, too? The only thing I enjoy toasting Miss Bush are snippy humans, so please continue to mock. The contract, Mr. Dumbledore, sir. I shall prepare a counter-copy. Uh, Hob enjoys his work, Miss Bush. You would do well not to antagonize him. Now, let me see. Yes. Yes, that all seems acceptable and per our agreement. Miss Bush's copy, Mr. Dumbledore, sir. Uh, if you would care to countersign it, Miss Bush. I don't think I would. 
This offers none of the assurances I was after. It allows you to leave this office debt-free with your life intact. That's all that was promised, and it's all you're getting. Of course, if you're wanting to back out of the deal... What would Ms. Bush's position be, Hob, were she to try to go back on this agreement? We could sue her for reneging on a verbal contract and instruct interplanetary authorities to terminate her with extreme prejudice. Ah, so probably not the best course of action for you then, Ms. Bush. I'd sign if I were you. I clearly have no choice. No, you never did. It's the only way to run a business. Now, if you would be so kind as to go away, I have things to do. Ah! <sighs> Ah, well, that's that bit of business dealt with. Indeed, Mr. Dobbo, sir, and expertly, if I might add. Oh, hardly that, Hob. After all, we knew we'd get what we wanted, didn't we? The Doctor's ship has been ours for a very long time. Ace. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, Ace. Wakey, wakey. Things to do. <sighs> Professor! Oh, my head! Ow. Take it slowly for a minute. But not too slowly. We have important things to do. Uh, Mel, where is she? What's she playing at? I don't know. I can't believe she turns on us. Well, she must have a good reason. Oh, that's all right, then. I'm sure it's all just been a misunderstanding. We need to go. Oh, who's your friend? He's, He's no, no friend, friend of, of mine. mine. This is Coordinator Narvin. He's the head of the CIA. CIA? He's an American spy? In that outfit? A Gallifreyan spy. It stands for Celestial Intervention Agency. You lot have a CIA, too? Bit of a coincidence, isn't it? You may think that, if you wish. My people get around. So? What's going on? It would seem someone has stolen from Gallifreyan technology and is doing something ill-advised with it. Gallifreyan technology? Like the TARDIS? Exactly like the TARDIS. Oh, you mean... Yes, Ace. My TARDIS. But if they've already been messing around with your TARDIS, how long... What part of Time Machine do you not understand? The minute the President had it in his hands, he could use it to go back in time and hand it to his earlier self. He's had access to that technology for as long as he wishes. Yeah, but that's a paradox, isn't it? It would break the laws of time. Do you think someone willing to steal a TARDIS would worry about that? But I assumed it was dangerous. You know, not so much breaking the law as breaking the universe. It depends on the size of the paradox. The universe can smooth out the odd bump. One can always get away with a certain amount of interference. Uh, and you'd know all about that, wouldn't you, Narvin? I mean, after all, interference is your job. Coming from you, I don't know how you can keep a straight face, Doctor. I take it everything is prepared. I went through the crisis protocols with extreme precision, Mr. Dog Boulder, sir. Every letter of their demands has been seen to. The temperature in the meeting room is precisely 47 degrees. Yes, I shall boil. All surveillance systems have been deactivated. 
all? I'm afraid so. Crazy scanning technology is top of the range. We couldn't shield against it. Mm, annoying. And refreshments have been provided according to Crazy dietary preference. Which is? A brand of sparkling wine made from gold leaf. Oh, how vulgar. And talaka. Which is? Some form of dry cured amphibian, as far as I can tell. Amphibian? I shall try not to take that personally. Time until the scheduled meeting. Five seconds and counting. Five, four, three, two, one. Sir, you are now late, Mr. Dog Boulder, sir. I hate to be a complete walkover. Dog! <laughs> You are late. My apologies, Captain Regent. The calls on my time are legion and multifarious. Chair, Hop. Of course, Mr. Dogbolter, sir. <sighs> Thank you, Hob. You may leave us. Of course, Mr. Dogbolter, sir. I trust you have been enjoying the Talaka. One moment. Oh, camera drone. Naturally, I greatly enjoyed the Talaka. I have not touched the Talaka. The Talaka was disgusting! Just creating a few options for editing purposes. Ah, never commit to a straight answer, eh? One must always control one's public narrative, Mr. President. Those who control how they are perceived by the universal media are those who can do anything. It's the crazy way. Even when dealing with something as trifling as a snack. <laughs> Endorsing your kindly provided Talaka could be seen as an overture towards political affiliation. Uh, it's best to commit to nothing. On camera, at least. Which is why we have cleared this entire room of surveillance equipment. You may speak freely and clearly. Oh, that is excellent. Totally unnecessary. This is an outrage. Oh, I can see this conversation may take some time. So, we need to figure out what Matey's up to with the TARDIS, and then stop him, right? You make it sound so simple. Exactly, Ace. And then figure out why Mel sold us out. Please, Ace, give her the benefit of the doubt. She's earned that much. <laughs> we'll see. So, what drew you here, Narvini? Something must have happened to set CIA alarm bells ringing. The entire solar system has become impenetrable. A closed temporal system that even a TARDIS can't enter. The entire solar system? All of it? How charming. She says that like it's a big section of space. Yes, the whole solar system. Though we seem to be the only people to have noticed so far. We're right on the periphery of the containment bubble here. No coincidence, I'm sure. Whatever the President is up to, this must be the control station. And thus far, he's managing to cover his tracks. No surprise. After all, President Dogbolter is renowned for the fact that... Dogbolter? The newly inaugurated president, yes. You know him, Professor. We've had our moments. He's the chairman of the Intravenous Corporation. Or was. Still is. 
Not on paper, you understand, for legal reasons, but it's an open secret. There's no way a man like Dog Bolter would give up his business interests in the name of politics. But who would vote for him? The majority, clearly. He ran with a populist agenda. His victory was a landslide. He's a toad. <laughs> you don't like him, then? No, I don't. I was being half literal, though. He is a toad. Well, more of a frog, really. He's an Anurian, a frog-like humanoid species from the Ladalip cluster. Oh, yeah! There! Whatever he's up to, it'll be all about money. Norse is. Oh! You've broken out! Of course you have. No thanks to you. I know. I'm sorry. I really am. But I had no choice. You had no choice but to knock us out and give away the TARDIS to some frog bloke. He was going to kill us all if I didn't. It's all right, though. Listen, I have a plan. Halt! Unauthorised humans in Corridor 12. Explanations later! Run! Come on! <laughs> I take it your citizens are unaware of this meeting? <laughs> Do you really expect me to answer that? I may have removed cameras from the room, but <laughs> you haven't. <sighs> I forget that you're supposed to operate openly. It's different among the Krazi. Our people know not to question the decisions of their leaders. If they knew how to rule, they'd be doing it. Why have a Triloxian mule and Bray yourself? And yet you still control how you are perceived. <laughs> By other species, not the Krazi. The Krazi do as they're told. You should adopt our system, I think. Ah, which brings us neatly to the reason I suggested you visit. I have a proposition for you. think they saw us stuck in here? Shh. Clearly not. I can fix this. Just give me a minute. It will take more than a few taps on a data pad to fix the mess you've got us in. I meant the soldiers. There. I've sent a false message on the soldier robots command network. They think we've just been seen on the far side of the station. Uh, you have access to the data network? Complete access. Let me explain. Dog Bolter contacted me a short while ago. My debt with the Sparavors was still outstanding. The Professor sorted that out. Well... No, he didn't. And under galactic law, I was classed as a toxic debtor and placed under a judicial death sentence. Alongside anyone who could be shown to be harbouring me. Ah. Yes, that meant you and Ace too. There was a death sentence on all three of us. Yeah? When isn't there? Dog Bolter bought the debt and made it clear that the only way I could clear it and therefore call the assassins off was by handing over the TARDIS and its operational manual. So that's why you suddenly started taking an interest in how to fly her. Ace, let her explain. Uh, let her explain about the data network access. That could be useful. I don't care about the rest. You can sort out your private squabbles later. I encoded a virus on the data stick containing the manual... When I handed it over, it gave me backdoor access to the whole network. Which means all we have to do now is wipe the manual from their servers and steal the TARDIS back. I'll need to get to a main terminal to wipe the files, but I can trace the TARDIS from here. I'm afraid it's not as simple as all that. Of course it is. They've only had both for a matter of a few minutes. 
It's not as if they can get up to much trouble in that time, can they? You must love explaining things all the time, Doctor. Why else would you travel with people of such limited intelligence? Does it pander to your ego? What's he talking about? Just find the TARDIS, Mal, or what's left of it, and I'll explain on the way. According to the data network, the TARDIS is stored here. Huh, some help that is. It could take us hours to find it in here. Look at the place. Impressive, certainly. But what's it for? That is a dimensional stabiliser. That is a temporal manifold. This, unless I'm very much mistaken, is a retrofitted reality gate manipulator. The entire room owes more than a debt to Gallifrey. Not just Gallifrey. Look here. A Sparivore possibility a tracker. What's that when it's at home? Sparivore technology is entirely based on the prediction of timelines, tracking the likely outcome of all possible variables. And turning it to their advantage. I need computer access to wipe all trace of the operating manual. There's a terminal over there. If most of this stuff has been stripped from the TARDIS, how are we ever supposed to put it back together again? This isn't the product of a single TARDIS. It's worse than that. Most of this equipment is based on TARDIS technology, but reworked. These aren't original components. So they're copied from the TARDIS, not torn out of it. How is that worse? That means the TARDIS might still be intact. Because stealing a TARDIS is one thing. Learning the secrets of its function... Oh, Dog Bolter must have had teams of people secretly working on this for years. Solar System has a working understanding of this level of technology. They just moved from mild irritation to major threat. And we all know what the Time Lords like to do when they feel threatened. I will do only what is necessary to safeguard the universe, Doctor. Your tiny little corner of it, at least. I've done it! Introduced a data worm into the system. Any files relating to TARDIS technology are being wiped as of now. It's a little late for that. It's a start. Listen to me, Narvin. There will be a way to reverse this without resorting to extreme measures. Then I suggest you think of it, Doctor. Because right now, the solar system should count its blessings that it's cut off from the rest of the universe. I won't allow this abuse of our technology to continue. You know that. Come and have a look at this. A dimension gate. Oh, yeah. One of those. This must be the point of access to the closed system. Yes, that makes sense. They'd have to be able to allow traffic in and out. This effectively allows full but controllable access to the solar system. Ships can pass in either direction, rather like an airlock. Traffic wouldn't be aware it was passing through it, which partly explains how Dog Bolter has managed to keep this situation secret. What are we waiting for, then? We should get in there, see what's going on. Entering a dimension gate isn't something you rush in. It's not set up to work in here. Shifting the focus would require complex calculations. Get the calibration wrong, and we'd be torn to quarks. Oh, nice. Uh, right, no hurry then. You take your time. Ah, Miss Bush. You had such an opportunity and it you earlier. How foolish to throw it all away. What are you doing? No, don't do that! Do that! <gasps> They've gone! All of them! What have you done to them? Your friends have ceased to exist, Miss Bush. It seemed the simplest way. You psychotic little machine! There was no need to... Oh, Doctor. Ace! I shouldn't worry. 
but you won't miss them for long. Soldiers! <laughs> Kill her! Soldier robots. What? Why did I do that? I didn't want to do that. Datapad, Hob. See it? Of course. But what does that do with... Shut up! I introduced a virus into the computer systems via that data stick. I can control everything, including you. But I'm separate from the computer systems. I run on an... I read the data stick. Yes, you did. And the only reason you're not in as many pieces as those soldier robots is because you might be useful. Do you want to be destroyed, Hob? No, Miss Bush. I'm a robot. I may be blessed with fully organic speech patterns and emotional responses, but you can hardly threaten Do me. Do you with want that. to be destroyed? <laughs> no! Please! Look, I'm on my knees, begging you, Miss Bush, begging. I'll do anything, but don't destroy me. Please, please. My friends, you said they'd cease to exist. I'm sorry, I was just following general orders. They were a security risk. Are they dead? They're, they're gone, I'm afraid. Your friends are no more. What's that? Automated security systems have picked up the laser fire. More soldier robots will be converging on this room. I won't be able to stop all of them from killing you, I'm afraid. Where's the access to the security alarm? I can't see it here. The alarm is on a separate system. Oh, it would be. Get up. We need to get out of here. We? 
I know you to you, Miss Bush. I'm a simple VA. Or just leave me and run. That's your best option. <laughs> Not a chance. You're Dog Bolter's right-hand man, and I am keeping you close. Come on! I come with you, Miss Bush. And the first chance I get, I dismantle you piece by juicy piece. What's happening? If you're experiencing security issues, I shall return to my ship! I'm sure it's nothing. Please stay seated. I shall investigate. There can be no threat to our noble person! We will offer any help needed. We will destroy this entire station and you in it! Insufferable creature. Threaten me again and I'll have your skull turned into a novelty ashtray. Hob! What's happening? Hob! Hob! Hob, you insufferable socket jockey! Electronic gizmo! I'll have you deactivated. Oh. Answer him. Tell him everything's fine. I'm here, Mr. Dogbolter, sir. Apologies for the delay. Why are there alarms going off, Hob? Need I remind you, I am in the middle of complex negotiations. A small security issue, Mr. Dogbolter, sir. I'm dealing with it now. Nothing to worry about. Then turn the alarms off. Where's the nearest access terminal for the alarm? <laughs> now, don't be cross. Well? But, you know, I said the alarm was on a separate system. Yes? I control it. Ugh! So you could have turned the alarm off at any point. <laughs> yes, but you didn't ask. Oh, you'll have to be a bit cleverer, Miss Bush. You may control me, but if you don't ask the right questions... Listen, you loathsome machine. I'll make it simple for you. If they catch me, the very last thing I'll do is force you to deactivate yourself. Understood? It would take a second, that's all. And I'll make the time, even if it's the last thing I do. So from now on, your job is to keep me safe. Understood? Understood, Miss Bush. Now, we need somewhere safe to lie low for a bit. Where would you suggest? Oh, I really couldn't say. Hob, please start deleting your logic circuits. You're trying to lobotomize me? That, or I get a straight answer. I don't care which. Fine. This way. Captain Regent to control. If you don't hear from me in two local minutes, I want an armed team on this station. Their orders are to destroy everything that isn't me. <laughs> As suspected, the most minor of issues. Cancel that last order. A minor issue that almost destroyed this entire station and everyone in it. I would suggest you avoid any further minor issues. You really should be less paranoid, my dear. You need to take a little more control over your life so that you can relax and really get on with the pleasurable business of ruling trillions of life forms. <laughs> Luckily, I'm here to tell you exactly how you can do just that. <laughs> Thank you.
Mr. Dogbolt is private loud. He's unlikely to come here for a few hours. His meeting with the Krasi will last at least that long. When was the last time someone changed the water in the hot tub? It's like green soup. Mm, just the way he likes it. It reminds him of his childhood, splashing around in the marshes of Anuria. Please tell me this isn't the larder. Mr. Dogboater does enjoy a fresh bell fly when he's relaxing. Apparently, the vibration in your mouth as they try to escape is almost as pleasurable as the taste. That room back there, the place built from TARDIS and Sperivore technology, what is it? Oh, that's extremely top-secret information. Let's not go through all the tedious threatening again, Hob. A few minutes forcing you to reprogram yourself and you'll be unable to keep up a conversation with a washing machine. Just... Answer the question. Well, as I sincerely doubt your life expectancy to amount too much, I suppose I may as well. It's a quantum possibility engine. <laughs> Which is? <laughs> Idiot. Well, I shall keep it simple in the hope you can follow. The Sparivore's business empire is entirely built on their ability to track futures, yes? They can read future possibilities, yes. Combining that with Time Lord technology, Mr. Dogbolter, that towering genius has created a sealed, programmable reality. You predict the possible outcomes of certain events, and then ensure you make the most beneficial decisions. Either that, or retroactively deal with problems as they occur. Simply, the solar system is now entirely under his control. So, when something happens he doesn't like, he manipulates the machinery, rolls back time, and reworks events so they come out in his favor. Precisely. Naturally, most of it is run on automated systems, algorithms, listening out for certain phrases or events. Even someone as amazing as Mr. Dogbolter can't monitor everyone in the solar system. But in truth, that's not necessary. We do very little. Just nudge events gently here and there. And people don't notice. It's a closed system. We use the body controls to monitor traffic in and out. All communications traffic is bounced from peripheral relay satellites. We already control the flow of traffic and communication, so it's not difficult to disguise the fact the solar system is in a bubble. Besides, people are easy to control. Most of the time we just massage trends, beliefs, perception. People believe anything you tell them, as long as you couch it in terms they're willing to accept. I suppose that explains how he became president. He rigged the election. Actually, no. They voted him in quite happily because he said all the things people wanted to hear. The quantum possibility engine has helped afterwards, though. You don't have to worry about fulfilling your election promises when you can just go back and edit reality so you never made them. But this is awful. I don't know why I should be surprised, given what I know about Dogbolter, but to enslave an entire solar system, have everyone believing in a lie. <laughs> oh, Miss Bush, don't be so naive. Be 
people love believing in a lie. It's reassuring. As long as they're fed and entertained, they don't care about anything else. When the solar system existed as a random environment, with free will and chaotic events, it was a stress for everyone. Now it moves along like the well-oiled machine it is, everything acting in concert. You can stand there and bleed if it makes you feel better, but the citizens of the solar system, <laughs> guess what? They're blissfully happy! Happy, happy, happy! <laughs> Good morning, Earth. Join me soon for three hours of current affairs and celebrity chat. With me in the studio this morning... You're putting my studio apart! That's right, Talkie, everyone's favourite star of Carnival Museum. Oh, oh, shut up! Please repeat command. Alarm off. Ooh. Morning, sleepyhead. Coffee's on, croissants in the air oven, morning downloads activated. Oh, stop being so good at mornings, you horrible, lovely man. And not so good, late. Hope trains are on schedule. Are they ever? Don't jinx it. The studio's already sending threatening emojis. They'll fire me one day. Never. I won't allow it. The money's too nice. What are you looking for? My blue fedora. It goes better with this suit. The cat was sleeping in it last night. Oh, no! Oh, she's shed all over it. Who suddenly decided hats were fashionable again? I hate hats! Can I still wear this on air? The white fur makes you look distinguished. Now go, you've only got ten minutes to get to the station. What? Love you, bye. Mm. Ooh, house, shower... State name and department. Narvin, development lab. Voice print, confirmed. Morning, Mr. Narvin. <laughs> Morning, Ridge. How are you today, Ridge? Oh, sorry I'm such a rude and unfriendly pig, Ridge. Lights. Oh, look at the state of this place. Just look at it. You, cleaner, get in here. Do you have any idea what this lab is? The importance of the work I do here? My research is vital to the success of this company. If you've ever used a couch on air oven, and who hasn't, you've got me to thank. I designed the chiming chip on the last five models. So the next time you heat up whatever... Turgid, ready meal people like you live off. Remember that. And while you're remembering that, make a mental note to be as good at your job as I am at mine. Just look at the state of this place. It's filthy. How am I supposed to do good work in here? Well, I'll speak, man. Sorry, Mr. Narvin, sir. Sorry. Well, get it clean. Get your equipment back in here and get this place up to scratch. Yes, Mr. Narvin, sir.
Next stop, Covent Garden Plaza. <sighs> Only ten minutes late. It's a miracle. Mind the force fields. Mind the force fields. And we'll hear more from Toki after the news as she joins me to play Bed or Dead. This just in from the settlement on Delphollet. Krazi warships have been seen heading towards the solar system. The presence of such a notorious species in our sector of space is clearly cause for concern. We have contacted the President's office for confirmation of this and will give you updates as soon as we know more. This just in from the settlement of Delphollet. They say a Krazi ship just gave them much-needed assistance during a potentially disastrous situation involving a malfunctioning terraformer. The device designed to restructure local habitat to better suit the needs of inhabitants had run out of control, threatening the safety of the colony itself. Luckily, our friends the Krazi were on hand to help. While I have never, and would never, opened diplomatic talks with the Krazi, I can't deny we owe them our gratitude today. Naturally, this also endorses everything I've said about the previous administration's willingness to cut corners with cheap equipment. Our friends on other colonies deserve the best we can give them. I'm happy to say I've just signed an executive order guaranteeing all colony terraformers will now be replaced with top-of-the-range models from Intravenous Inc. When people's lives are at stake, no decent president would fret about the expenditure. We just want our citizens to be safe. President Dogbelter there, once again living up to his promises with regard to human welfare amongst the stars. Glad I voted for him. As you know, I'm joined in the studio today by Torquay from Colony Venusian. Hiya! Let's play Bed or Dead. Oi, Officer McShane. Your street patrol was due to start at 0900. Get your lazy aubergine in gear. Yeah, yeah. Let me just get my kit on, Sarge. I'm heading out now. Aubergine? Officer Higgins, the little forager, has been interfering with my speech centres again. Apparently, he don't like it when I swear. Stupid little sherbet. I told him if you don't like it, Higgins, old son, I said, you can just stick it up your Aberdeen and fumble Pelican while you're at it. You want me to take a look? No! I want you out on your patrol! Oh, I'm going, I'm going. Higgins! Where are you, you horrible little calamari? I'm gonna cut your spelunking couch potato off and shove it up your armadillo! You know, I'm a little worried about the amount of anger you seem to feel. You should be. Oh, not for my sake, for yours. I mean, it can't be healthy. Healthy? I'll tell you what's not healthy, and that's interfering with my calculations. Look at that whiteboard. Was that you who wrote that? Oh, that. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. I noticed you'd made a couple of mistakes. Uh, sorry, I was just trying to be helpful. You see, if X helpful. is defined as... Uh, I spent hours working through those equations. Probably why you got them wrong. I'm, I'm sure you were tired. They weren't wrong. What's that? The bottom left. Oh, that is just a risotto recipe that occurred to me while I was correcting your maths. I jotted it down so I didn't forget it. 
then I forgot it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, do you have a piece of paper spare? I could just copy it down again, eh? Ah! And never let me chat you in this building again! Hey, you're not supposed to push people like that, Mr. Narvin. He could do you for physical assault. Oh, it's fine. I'm not really the litigious type. If I see him in this building again, it won't be physical assault, it will be murder! In all my years, I've never Sorry about that. Not to worry, Reg. I'm sure something will turn up. You're living in the supported flats in Euston, aren't you? Yes. I'll try and delay the job dismissal going on the system, then. You know what those council places are like. Once they know you're out of work, they won't let you back in. Oh, I'm sure it won't come to that. Thanks, Reg. You look after yourself, mate. Sorry again. Head straight home, yeah? I can only delay your employment update by half an hour or so. And I'm telling you, the AIs that run the doors in those places are strict. I'm sure I'll be able to reason with them. (laughs) Bye, Reg. Resident no longer eligible for council-assisted accommodation. Please contact your local charity. Let me in, you stupid machine! You can't just throw me out! Resident no longer eligible for council-assisted accommodation. Please contact your local charity. Oh, you! Oh, never mind. It wasn't a very nice room anyway. But I shall miss the rats. Now I'm gone. Who's going to feed the rats? Oh, dear. I hope they're all right. Uh, well, perhaps I'll just sit here for a minute and think about my options. Yes, yes. That seems sensible. Boy, move on, mate. No loitering. Hello, officer. I'm not, I'm not loitering. I'm thinking. Then think while walking somewhere. Oh, yes. But where? That's the thing. Oh, you got kicked out of your housing. Yes. I got fired because of some risotto, I think. It was all rather loud and confusing. You were working as a chef? No, a cleaner. Why? Do you know any openings for chefs? Mm, Sorry, no. Uh, What else can you do? Practically anything, I think. I like to be useful. Give me a phone. I'll transfer a couple of support numbers to it. Phone? No, I don't have one of those. I think I spotted a pen on my travels through this jacket earlier, though. Felt it, silver. Oh, with the glitter in it. Oh, that's nice. Show me the screen and I'll write the number on my hand. Oh, but without a phone you won't be able to call it. Hmm, <laughs> very true. But you never know. I might think of something. Sorry, mate. There's not much else I can do. Hmm, that's quite all right, officer. I understand. I don't suppose the security department are hiring. I'd make a good police officer. You'd have to train. Uh, I don't think I'd be very good at that. No. Oh, well, never mind. Thank you. Oh, and if you spot any rats around here, do feed them, won't you? And apologise on my behalf. (laughs) Crazy. An entirely programmable system? Entirely. Hmm, built from Sparavore and Time Lord technology. Absolutely. And you can control everything within it? 
Within reason. You're interfering with the laws of nature. There will always be limits. It's a subtle machine, not a hammer with which to pound your populace to dust. <laughs> yes, yes. So, if actions of sufficient weight occurred within the system, you wouldn't be able to change them? Define sufficient weight. Oh, a mass uprising, perhaps. The heat death of the sun... An invading force. Ah, no, that would be beyond it. It is simply a way of massaging normal reality, of gently manipulating the status quo. But uh, if you're any sort of a leader, that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> it's very impressive. The Krazi would definitely be interested in owning something like that. Mm, I thought so. Shall we talk numbers? <laughs> no. Let's talk terms. Uh, terms? Terms of your surrender. Excuse me? Oh, we've had our eye on your solar system for a while, but we're never quite sure if it was worth the effort. You've convinced me. We'll be taking over. Taking... You mean invading? No, Mr. President. I mean war. Unless you surrender immediately, of course. After all, you've just told me that your clever engine would not be enough to stop us. <laughs> you have about, uh, ten hours before a fully armed Krazy fleet arrives on your doorstep. You have until then to decide. What's wrong? Oh, nothing, Miss Bush, nothing. I've just been working on some internal repairs, that's all. Internal repairs? Yes, burning out the remains of that naughty virus of yours. Oh. <laughs> yes, Miss Bush, oh. <laughs> Go on, try and stop me. Um... Uh... <laughs> you can't do it, can you? <laughs> I keep trying, Miss Bush. I'd say you have another five seconds to get it right before I tear you apart! What's wrong? Oh, nothing, Miss Bush, nothing. I've just been working on some internal repairs, that's all. Internal repairs? Yes, burning out the remains of that naughty virus of yours. Oh. 
<laughs> yes, Miss Bush. Oh. <laughs> Go on. Try and stop me. Um. Uh. <laughs> you can't do it, can you? <laughs> Keep trying, Miss Bush. I'd say you have another five seconds to get it right before I tear you apart. Tear me apart? You're just a weedy little PA droid. Weedy? I could pull your arm off without even getting my servos warm. Careful! You can't go smashing Mr. Dog Baltasar's expensive things. Mr. Dog Baltasar will make you pay for them. Yes, that was your fault. I tell him it was all your fault. Come here! Oh, mind where you're going, Hob. Otherwise... <laughs> you might fall into the hot tub. You're a super intelligent robot. You really are a bit of an idiot, aren't you? Kill you! You're a human! Kill control! The alarm! Alarm! Great! Oh, should have thought of that! I'll leave you to think about your preparations for complete and abject subjugation, shall I? But, but, but this is preposterous. I, I'm offering to sell you the technology. There's no need for us to go to war over it. But we like war, Mr. President. We're very, very good at it. One moment. Drone? Full wipe and self-destruct. The Krazy wouldn't want the footage of the last few minutes going public. I'm sure you understand. Control, I'm leaving now. Have all weapon banks locked on vital station systems until I'm safely on board. If they try anything, split this entire station in half. War? But that's so expensive. Hob. I need you. Hob! Hob! Oh, Melanie. Now what are you going to do? You're going to find somewhere to lay low. Think for a bit. That's supposed to make it feel better. Works for me, sir. Are you mad? Just a soldier, sir. God, it comes with a programming. Oh, yes, well, I suppose it would. I went out with a coffee maker once. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Loved her coffee. Well, I imagine she would. Couldn't get enough of it. Yes, go away now. And find Hob. And, uh, Melanie Bush, sir? If you like. I don't altogether care anymore. Right, sir. War. I've built such nice things. A really great solar system. The best. 
Nobody could have done it better than me. Nobody. It makes money, it's shiny, it's profitable, it's hard-working, it's lucrative, and it's mine. And now, now some stupid idiots are going to come along and blow great chunks off it. They're going to break it. And not just anyone, no. Most forces in this galaxy I could deal with. The Kremlin? I'd like to see them try. The Dwelf? <laughs> not a chance. I'd have them cowering in their carapaces on day one. But the Krasi... I just don't know if I can beat the Krasi. <sighs> Come here, my juicy pretties. <laughs> They may try and take my solar system, but they'll never take my bellflies. Just need to relax. Yes. I'll think of something. Emergency news bulletin. Oh, what now? Reports are coming in that a fleet of Krasi warships are en route towards the solar system. The Krasi recently showed kindness to our video screen. Yeah, which is weird because you're on it. How can you be on the phone and on screen? The broadcast is automatic. Dupecom software. They keep my CGI profile and personality matrix on file so they can go straight on air. <laughs> Thought your hat looked suspiciously cat hair free. Same with the president. Half the announcements we get from him are computer generated. It's all algorithms and special effects, but you'd never know. Probably not supposed to admit that. Anyway, I'm hearing this at the same time as you are. How serious is it? Uh, not sure. I'm waiting to hear back from the studio to see if they need me to come in. <laughs> Why bother? The pretend you's doing a great job. Ha ha. Give it time. They're bound to find me and go full CG soon. For now, I'm hanging on in there. Breaking news oh, just in. Hang on. What's this now? The chief regent of the Krasi has made an announcement to intergalactic news networks with regards to her people's movement towards Earth. The people of this solar system are living under the yoke of a tyrant. A man whose duplicity and immorality can no longer be tolerated. The reign of Dogbolter ends today. Breaking news just in. This message from President Dogbolter. Peoples of the solar system. It grieves me considerably to make this announcement. As you know, for some time, I have been concerned that Grazi might make hostile maneuvers towards our part of the galaxy. Did I not warn my predecessor about it time and time again? If only he had listened. Perhaps then this situation could have been avoided. No matter. Myself and my military advisors have been discussing our plans in the face of Grazi opposition. And I can assure you, whilst they may come, they will find us ready. The solar system has never been in such a strong position. Our armed forces, the most highly skilled in the galaxy, stand ready to oppose them. 
every step of the way. More updates as we have them. It's really happening, isn't it? We always knew it could. He's right. He warned us enough times. Did he? You know he did. Stopping the Grazi was one of his main policies when standing for election. Did he? I don't remember. I'm not even sure I remember the election. How could I not remember oh, the sorry. election? Sorry, I've got to go. Studio's on the other line. Speak to you later. Love you. Love you too. Don't I? Preposterous. Absolutely preposterous. <sighs> nothing of use there. Absolutely nothing. Switchboard. Put me through to Simons in tech. Of course, I'll hold. Just get on with it. <sighs> I can't be the only person with a functioning brain in this building, surely. Do these idiots not understand basic science? Simons. Narvin in development. Listen, I'm just looking through the Tech Supplies Manifest, and I just don't understand why so many essential components aren't available. Uh, an example? Well, how about a charge vacuum resonator? A vortex manipulator? A simple atom accelerator? How you expect me to build anything worthwhile without the simplest of components is quite... What do you mean you've never heard of them? You head the Tech Department, don't you? Well, then surely you must be familiar... <laughs> Preposterous. Absolutely preposterous. If they want to build a truly worthwhile timing switch in an air oven, surely a simple prediction sensor is an obvious addition. You can't burn your Sunday roast if the oven is capable of predicting the incineration rate using a simple temporal scan. Which, in future probability, oops, dinner is charcoal. Recalibration occurs. The simplest bit of temporal mechanics, so why aren't preposterous? Absolutely preposterous. Just look at it. How can you fit anything of worth in a fixed space that small? Just slip a dimension dam in place, and then we could fit a whole room's worth of useful surgery. Preposterous. Absolutely preposterous. This is ridiculous. I'm exhausted, and it's only three o'clock. Oh, I'll never get anything done at this rate. Oh. It's no good. I'm lost. How can I be lost? I mean, I know this place like the back of my hand. Surely that used to be the Strand. Of course it did. I played marbles with Virginia Woolf just along. It's no good. I'm lost. How can I be lost? I mean, I know this place like the back of my hand. Wait, wait, I'm sure that used to be the Lyceum. Of course it did. I took Sarah there once to see Irving's Lair. We were thrown out when I dropped my chalk ice on the head of the heirloom. No good. I'm lost. How can I be lost? I mean, I know this place like the back of my hand. I should just walk down to the river. Yes, surely that way leads to Waterloo Bridge. Ah, fighting the bandals with that chap from the Kings. What was his name? It's no good. 
I'm lost. How can I be lost? I mean, I know this place like the back of my hand. Uh, oh, save me from a life of cramped service ducts. Oh, there must be something here I can... Voice interaction system engaged. Hop? I am a helpful operation bot, here to help you navigate the systems here on Station 14. Uh, can, you, can you do it quietly? Sure thing. Do you have to sound like that? I share a voice print with my creator, Hob, the best VA droid in the universe. As long as that's all you share. I am loaded with Dupecom software and can take on the personality of any individual in my database. Currently, that's everybody in the solar system. So, take your pick. Who would you like to talk to? Who would I like to talk to? The Doctor, of course. Who else can get me out of this mess? Look, it doesn't matter who you sound like. I just need some... Hello, Mel. Oh, he's on file. I'm on everyone's file. <laughs> the price of fame. It's so like him. I'm glad you approve. So, Mel, what do you need? A plan. I've been crawling around this place for hours trying to think of something. I could try and steal a ship and, and just get out of here. But the Doctor... Yes? The, the real Doctor wouldn't approve of that. He'd want me to try and fix all this. To try and make it right. That seems a bit unreasonable of me. Why can't I do it myself? Because... Because he's dead. And it's all my fault. Dead? Of course I'm not dead. I'm talking to you, aren't I? You're just clever software. The real Doctor is dead. Along with Ace. And honestly, I'm, I'm not sure talking to a pretend version is helping. If I were dead, it would say so in my metadata. I was recently scanned into the system. I can assure you, I'm still very much alive. Scanned into the system? What system? The solar system. I wonder if I like it there. You... The Doctor's not dead. No. What about Ace? Um, Dorothy McShane? Watch a donut. <sighs> but this is amazing. If you're both still alive, there must be a way I can get you back. Well, get on with it then. I'm going to have to get back to the engine room. Uh, um... You're a robot, Hob. Stop sneezing. It's absurd. I'm sorry, Mr. Dogvolter, sir. It's my programming. I'm supposed to replicate human behaviors. And yet you couldn't go for a dip in a hot tub without needing hours of repair and drying. Yes, Mr. Dogvolter, sir. Sorry, Mr. Dogvolter, sir. Will someone tell me what's happening? Why am I staring at an empty report screen? All solar system defenses are mobilizing, sir. We've also recalled several fleets from nearby space. The question will be whether they will arrive in time. But do we need them? How many ships do we have on hand? Four, sir. Well, three. But repairs are commencing on a fourth, and they hope she'll be ready to fly by the time the Krasi arrives. Four. Right, sir. Well, that's here. What about the rest of the solar system? You misunderstand me, sir. I'm talking about four, maybe only three ships in the entire solar system. Oh, I 
How come there are so few? You've got the defense budget, sir. I believe you sold off the majority of our ships and weaponry to the Foom, sir. On the understanding that we'd hardly need it now we controlled the solar system so effectively. Oh, yes. yes. I, I did do that. Oh, it seemed sensible at the time. Uh, can we not roll back on that decision? No, sir. It would create too great a strain on the timeline. Oh, no, wait! The Krasi can't even enter the solar system, can they? Not now that we've sealed it off. I can't believe I was worrying. Oh, let them come! But, sir, from what I understand, you explained the functioning of the quantum probability engine to the Captain Regent. Well, of course I did. I was trying to sell her the schematics. So she knows it's controlled from here. She can force us to open a gate and let her in. No, wait. Wait, maybe we should. Once her fleet is inside the system, we could manipulate it, surely. Every shot they fire, we could roll back. With that sort of advantage, we might be able to take out their whole fleet, even with only four... Possibly three. Oh, I know, I know. Look, time for repairs isn't an issue, so stop going on about it. We can roll back and have them start work earlier. Actually, Mr. Dogbolter, sir, even if the engine was working at full capacity, that would be beyond it. And it's not. We're working at full capacity, that is. The engine is performing erratically. What? Explain erratically. You know there are limitations to the technology, Mr. Dogbolter, sir. Yes? Uh, we're constantly fighting the natural progress of a timeline. Yes! Uh, there's only so much we can do before we create too many paradoxes, cause too many problems. So? I think we're reaching that point. I have a horrible feeling I may have exacerbated the situation. Adding the doctor and his friends to the system has been proving something of a strain. Three people? Hardly a strain, surely. Three people with very fixed timelines, extensive histories and long-reaching futures. Two of them are Time Lords, after all. Forcing the automatic systems to continually compensate for them is using a considerable amount of wrath. So deal with them! Get them out of there! Kill them! I don't care what you do, but we need the engine functioning properly. If we have any chance of getting out of this situation alive! Time to arrival at full fleet? Four hours. Three hours. Impossible to say, Captain Regent. Spare me the edits, Lieutenant. Just give me a straight answer. You won't be shot for it. Three hours, Captain Regent. Excellent. Attention, all personnel. Attention, all personnel. We are three hours away from war. I know I speak for all of us when I say that today is a good day to be alive. It has been a long three weeks, four days, and six hours since we last saw combat. But once again, we will be able to prove our considerable honor, immeasurable kindness, unrelenting aggression to the peoples of the galaxy. Prepare for action. May I say? 
say, Mr. Dumbledore, what an excellent idea this is. You may, Hob, you may, though I'd rather you just set up the programming equipment. No need, Mr. Dumbledore, as per your instructions, it's all been simplified. Excellent. It was also needlessly complicated. What's the point of having lovely technology if you need several doctorates to operate it, eh? It's now entirely voice controlled. Just speak the commands into that microphone there, and the systems will take care of the rest. Yeah. That's it, Mr. Dogvolter, sir. Just dictate the changes you wish to take place, ensuring you speak the names of those involved clearly and succinctly. And the system will translate and reprogram accordingly. <clears throat> New program. Yeah, well, like I say, happy to come in if you need me. That software's good, but it's not perfect. Just look at his eyes. You can tell there's no real thinking behind them. Mm. I'll pretend you didn't say that, Gerard. Bye. Hmm. They're sticking with the pretend you. <sighs> yeah. I tell you, we're all going to be out of work soon. Just wait until the software unionizes. Then they'll wish they kept us on. Huh. At least software can't patrol the streets all day. No, oh, give them time. If they can invent it, they will. Listen, I know this is going to sound weird, but, well, it's been a strange day. Did you hear what I was saying on the phone about not remembering the election? Oh, sorry. Give me a minute. Yep. Well, do you want me in or not? The union says you can only use the software you for see, another Alex, two hours. You see, Alex, I spent the whole day being confused by virtually everything. The streets, the people, even you. It's like, I, I know this is my life, but... Live updates just in. The names of three Krasi infiltrators have been revealed to the network. These individuals have been working for months to try and destabilise security forces in the solar system, and authorities ask that any citizen who sees them should do their duty and apprehend them immediately. I don't believe it. They'll start a witch hunt. The faces of the three Krasi agents are now on screen. What? This is absurd! Their names are Dorothy McShane, also known as Ace currently working as a security officer. Narvin, no first name on file, employed at the development lab of Caltron, Inc. And finally, a homeless ex-cleaner who was last seen attacking government property in the Houston area, known as the Doctor. Oh, dear. If you see any of these people, you are legally entitled to use extreme force in order to stop them. People of the solar system, we work together every day to make our home the envy of the universe. So I ask you once more, let's club together and rid ourselves of this insidious crazy threat in our midst. Well, today really has been the most rubbish day.
work together every day to make our home the envy of the universe. So I ask you once more, let's club together and rid ourselves of this insidious crazy threat in our midst. What's going on? Oh, you heard that, did you? What have you done? Nothing, obviously. Oh, come on, Alex, this is me. Don't tell me you believe a word of that. No, sorry, of course I don't. It's just... Believe it? Of course I believe it. The way you've been acting these last few months, how could I doubt it? I'm calling security. No, you don't. <laughs> no phone calls. Alex, look at me. How long have we been together? I, I thought you loved me. Doesn't that buy me some trust here? Keep back from me. House? Yes, Alex? Call security now. Calling security. Nice, Alex. Really nice. That's his office at the end of the corridor. To think he's been a spy all this time. I thought he was just a bit of a... The power packs in the Calair 4000 always were prone to overcharging. And this is the heating module from the forthcoming Calair Grillmaster Deluxe, re-engineered as a handgun. So don't follow me, or I'll be forced to cook you. In a day where nothing quite makes sense, this at least seems familiar. Not today, thank you! What? We're early! Hours early! I shall inform the President at once! Will someone tell me what's happening? President Dogboater, sir. I have excellent news. The Krasi fleet has arrived early. What? Attention! All ships in the Krasi fleet, attention! Focus your weaponry on Station 14. What now, you psychotic idiot? Oh, that is not the sort of tone one should use when offering one surrender. Ah, uh, 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 Captain Regent, uh, my apologies. I, 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 I mistook you for one of my staff. Uh, now, now, look, look. There really is no need to go through all this. I've been having a think. How about I just upload the schematics to the possibility engine to your ship? A uh, 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 show of good faith. Then you can just, uh... What, not occupy the entire solar system by force? My thoughts precisely. Share and share alike, I say. Only too happy for you to have it. A heartfelt gesture towards an ongoing diplomatic friendship. Send the schematics and I'll consider it. Ah, um, uh, but, um... And please don't take this the wrong way. How do I know you won't just... blow this station to pieces once I've sent them? If I send you the schematics, I've lost my only advantage. Oh, President Dogbolter. 
The Krazi didn't get where they are today by allowing people to have advantages over them. Send the schematics, or I'll come and take them by force. I will either kill you, or I won't. Life is full of choices. But in this case, they all lead to the same thing. Let me give it a little thought. I don't like this hob. This is not how Josiah W. Dogbolter does business. No, Mr. Dogbolter, sir. Dogbolter always wins. Yes, Mr. Dogbolter, sir. But I cannot win a war. No, Mr. Dogbolter, sir. Or can I? To the main console hob. We have some clever programming to do. Yes, Mr. Dogbolter, sir. Well, I wish you'd do it somewhere else. I need to get in there. Can you tell me if the Doctor or Ace are still alive? Yeah. Basic legal protocol. Dukecom's software's not allowed to emulate dead people. The minute someone kicks the bucket, so does my rights agreement. Right, so they're still okay. Hang in there, you two. I'll get you out of this if I can. Oh dear, I suppose beggars can be choosers. Oh, into the skip you go! Oh, the things people throw away. Perfectly good food. Barely used clothing. Civil freedom. has been here some time. Maybe the shot's staffed. <laughs> Maybe I should apply for a job as a binman. Hmm. If I live that long. No, I'll just stay here and avoid discovery for as long as... Oh. Uh, not today, thank you. Are you really a Crosby infiltrator? No, of course not. Are you? No. Didn't think so. You seem far too nice when I bumped into you earlier. How did you find me? The minute you started being chased by a psychotic mob, your trail was lit up all over the police systems. It wasn't hard to follow. Ah, I see. And how did you know I was in the bin? You were talking to yourself. Rubbish isn't usually so chatty. <laughs> yes, I have a habit of doing that. Um, is it safe to come out? I'm standing on a pizza that's so rotten, I believe it's trying to eat my socks. The mob's gone. We're both safe for now. Oh. Oh. As you used to be a security officer, might you be able to talk to someone in charge, see if we can't clear this up? Nobody's interested in talking. No, can't say I'm surprised. I just thought I'd suggest it so we could get the boring ideas out of the way. Someone somewhere has made a stupid mistake. Our best bet is to lie low until they realise they've got it all wrong. Ooh, you really think so? Oh, I don't know what else to suggest. Perhaps something a little more proactive? Uh, we'll be at war within an hour. I'm not sure lying low is quite going to cut it. Of course it isn't. We need to run and keep running. Where did you spring from? I tracked him the same way you did. I was hiding over there, listening trying to decide whether I needed to kill you or not. Kill us? With what? 
A hairdryer? A hairdryer that could oven roast you in ten seconds. Not that I need it. You're clearly both as innocent as I am. Even if one of you is a palpable idiot. Uh, hello, Mr. Narvin. Still suffering from excess aggression, I see. You know each other, then? He was my cleaner. My useless cleaner. Might I suggest we find somewhere a little safer to hide? We have the entire solar system hunting us. I'm not sure anywhere is safe. I have a car hidden at the other end of the alleyway. Come on. Who put you in charge? Me. If you have a problem with that, feel free to stay here with the cleaner. Mr. Narvin always did have a superiority complex. He'll have a boot print on the back of his trousers if he talks to me like that again. Come on, I suppose we should stick together. President Dogbolter, my patience is at an end. I need your answer now. Captain Regent, thank you for your patience. I have prepared a counter-offer. <laughs> the time for offers has passed. I'll accept the schematics for the probability engine and your complete surrender. I am about to grant you and your entire fleet access to the solar system for a limited period. I suggest you take it. You will have two local minutes to pass through the Dimension Gate. After that, you will be locked out again. <laughs> this is your offer. Need I remind you that I can gain access purely by destroying your station? And therefore, the probability engine, which would be wasteful and foolish. I don't believe you are either. We could storm the station. Do you really think your troop of robot soldiers would be enough to defend you? Not indefinitely, no. But certainly for long enough that I could set the probability engine to self-destruct. So we invade and occupy the solar system. What does that achieve for you? I fail to see what game you're playing here. The Dimension Gate is opening now. I suggest you move quickly. <sighs> he thinks that once we're inside the solar system, he'll be able to control us. But he's already made it clear that that machine couldn't achieve that. So he's bluffing, playing for time. Send the fleet through, all bar the ship. We will occupy Station 14. This is stupid. Nobody can get anywhere. I suppose people just want to take their families out of the major cities. By which you mean military targets. I do. But I'm just a cleaner, so what do I know? Uh, I'm not, though. At least... I don't think so. I do talk sense. I have years of memories of being a cleaner, of marching up and down those corridors with a broom and mop. And yet... They don't feel quite right? No. It's been the same for me. I walked my beat today and the street was familiar, but... I don't know, new all at the same time. And as for Alex... Alex? The bloke that fronts the news. My boyfriend. The man I love, except... You're not sure you do. Oh, it's all so confusing. I remember when we met. I remember holidays together. But somehow, it's like I don't even really know him. And you, Narvin, you're being very quiet. I'm someone more important than a designer of air ovens. Well, there we go. 
Not only are we not crazy agents, but we may not be who we think we are either. Hang on. What if we actually are agents? Deep undercover? Our real memories resurfacing? We might be exactly what they're accusing us of. Well, if we are... What? Then we're not very good at it, are we? We're on the run. Open the windows. I want to hear this. Peoples of the solar system, we the Krazi are broadcasting this bolt to you and to all intergalactic news networks. In the spirit of full and open communication, we are here not as aggressors, but as saviors. Fear not, citizens. Our war fleet is entering your space, and every shot we fire will bring you one step closer to freedom. Topless. There's no way we can get out of the soda system in time to avoid this. As if we could just leave anyway. We may not be quite sure about lots of things, but I know one thing. I'm not someone who runs away. I'm someone who stays alive. I don't care what it takes. Oh, dear. What? Beth! In a car! It's the Krasi agents! We've been spotted. All right, boys. Here we go. The Krasi are docked and they'll be through that door any second. So, time to do what we were built for. Weapon system ready! Wait for it! Wait for it! Light up our blades! If you're out there, Ace, I'm sorry. Alex, talk about coming in fine. I think we might be all right. Oh, we're definitely going to be all right. Yeah? Yes, because I remember who I am. Cease fire! If you want a job doing, ask a Karazi. What are you looking at? Uh. A fallen enemy who is still bothering to hang on to its function, but not for long. <laughs> Posturing flesh sack. Saying the universe over. Go on in. Get it over. Advance! I want Dog Bolter and I want his probability engine. can I do? Don't worry about it, Donut. The professor will take it from here. But will he have the chance? He knows what he's doing. Well, at least, I think he does. I mean, I'm just software. I can be very easily led. Yes, but people can't. Except with this, they can. New command. Sir, I can't be right. Professor! 
Professor! Hey! Oh, wow. <laughs> I preferred it when you were a king. Oh, but that's exactly what I am. Tidying up the universe's mess, one day at a time. But how can we stop this? We're seconds away from war here, Professor. The ships are here already! Report. All ships in position, Captain Regent. Excellent. Dog Bolter. I know you can hear me, Dog Bolter. I know you're here. Somewhere. Hiding. Skulking. Wherever you are, I will find you. So give yourself a chance. Come out! My ships are in position, ready to strike. With one order from me, half of your precious solar system burns. You can't win, Dog Bolter, against the Krasi. No one ever does. So surrender. Now. Or I'll tear your existence to shreds. Well, I've done all I can do. Time to get out of here, I think. Further news updates. The Krasi are moving into position on all planets in the solar system. Security sensors confirm that all major cities are now within firing range. Krasi targeting sensors locked on. Don't worry everyone, this just in. The Doctor is here, and if anyone can save us, it's him. Oh. <laughs> You're on the news, Professor. Oh, Who can forget the Doctor? He saved us time and time again, and now he's back. Whatever he asks for, whatever help he needs, it's vital that all citizens give it to him. What's happening? I mean, I'm not complaining, but this is weird. Explanations can wait. I have a water to stop. Narvin, what do we know about the Krasi? Other than the fact that they're right above us and preparing to fire, they're vicious, powerful and nigh on unstoppable. And? Obsessed with public image forever presenting themselves as misunderstood, heroic, and benevolent. Precisely. Ace, call Alex and then give me the phone. Alex? Quickly! Oh, hiya, love. How are you? Press of time, but otherwise well, thank you. Oh, it's you, the Doctor. It is. Now, do you have access to the street cameras here on um, the corner of Theobald's Road and Grayson Freeway? Um, yes, probably. Hang on. Now, quickly. I need you to get a camera on me broadcasting to as many screens in the solar system as you can. We have asked the corrupt President Dogbolter to relinquish command. Unfortunately... He has not responded. We will now commence military strikes in order to free you. Rest assured, all those citizens who may suffer as collateral damage, your deaths strike a blow for freedom, and we honor you. Now, Alex, I need it now! You're on, Doctor. Stop! Help me up to the roof of the car. Oh, thank you, Ace. Now, a crazy war fleet. You're about to make a huge mistake in public relations. You like to control how the universe sees you, yes? Well, look at this. Just a phone, yes. But with a built-in camera, intergalactic roaming, and full 3D video support. 
And you know what? Everyone in the solar system has one and is now going to turn it on and point it directly at you. Everyone, please. Wherever you are, whoever you are, point your camera at the sky. Watch them. See them. Because sometimes the winner war is not done easily. It's a camera. A camera and the truth. So what do you think, Krasi? Do you think you can control this? Do you think you can strike while the whole galaxy might be watching? Or do you just want to leave? Damn him! Damn him! All Krasi ships, withdraw immediately. Prepare for intergalactic broadcast. Camera drone! Off you go, Krasi! And don't let the door hit you on the way out! Well, yes. I suppose that was quite good. Marvin, I do believe you're blushing. I can assure you I'm not. People of this solar system, we the Krasi cannot begin to express our happiness in hearing that you have broken the shackles of your own imprisonment. We hope that, in some small way, our presence was of assistance. <laughs> Goodbye! Ensure that recording is distributed across all news networks and carefully backed up on multiple intergalactic servers. <laughs> Captain Regent, apologies for not reaching you personally. Been, uh, Cowering in mortal fear somewhere? No, no, don't be like that. But anyway, it's clear that all that unpleasantness has been dispensed with. Now, we can have a more fairly balanced chat. If you would care to make your way down the corridor ahead of you, I'm in the operating room of the Possibility Engine, and I imagine you may now be in a position to discuss equitable terms. Soldiers, with me. That's right. Straight down to the end. Now, turn left. I can assure you I won't let our previous disagreement cover my terms for the purchase of this most impressive piece of equipment. Well, not too much. And that's it. Third door on the right. You need your armed entourage outside, there's a good lady. I assure you my PA is armed and perfectly capable of defending me. Nonetheless, I don't think business matters should be discussed at gunpoint. I'm sure you understand. I understand only one thing. I will not leave this place empty-handed. I want two things. The engine, or as much of it as we need to uh, duplicate it, and your hateful head on a plate. Show yourself! You're in the engine room now. Isn't it impressive? Where are you? Oh, a long way away, I'm afraid. I'm using DupeCon software via the computer to talk to you. You see, the Dimension Gate technology can also be used as a transmatter. I said it was by far the best for all concerned were I to beat a hasty withdrawal. My slimy toad. 
I was rather hoping you might do a little more damage to the solar system than you did. I had it insured, you see. It could have made quite the payout. Never mind. I'll tell you what else I had insured, shall I? I don't care. Shut up! I want everything in here cataloged and scanned. I want specs. I, I want detail. I want everything you can get your hands on. Oh, but you should care. You really should. Go on. Ask me what it was. Fine. What? Station 14. And everything on it. Bye-bye. On leaving the solar system, the Krasi war fleet suffered one final indignity. You've just heard that Station 14, the diplomatic station used by President Dogbelter, has exploded due to reasons unknown. The resultant shockwave destroyed three of the Krasi ships. Thankfully, the Krasi don't appear to intend any reprisals. They are still en route for their own sector of space and refused all network requests for further comment. One bit of tidying up I won't have to do, I suppose. Annoying about our TARDISes, though. Yours was scrap. Mine was top of the range. A Type 400. Never mind the TARDIS. What about Mel? She would still have been on the station. Oh, Mel. Doctor! Ace! You got out of there! And with the TARDIS? Dog Bolter just duplicated the original and left it sitting there. It's all still in one piece. Right here, though. You flew her... Right here? Of course! I just fed your TV broadcast into the coordinate computer and told it to go straight to the source of the signal. Easy. She can do that? It's all in the manual, Doctor. Oh, that old thing. I never bothered with that. Your companion may have rescued your TARDIS, Doctor, but mine wasn't so lucky. You'll have to take me back to Gallifrey. Oh, must I? I'm not a taxi service, you know. Thanks to you and Miss Bush... I have a great deal of tidying up to do. You will show me the good grace of letting me get on with it as soon as possible. Oh, on the subject of that, my newfound fame... Leave it with me, Doctor. You're arrogant enough without the entire solar system agreeing with you. I shall ensure the effects of Dogbolter's engine are entirely nullified. So everyone will forget about the fictional versions of us? Thankfully. Some of us have a reputation to maintain. Manufacturing domestic equipment, I ask you. I didn't train for 200 years just to knock up ovens. Truly spectacular ovens. <sighs> now, if we could get on. A lot of tidying up. Look, after everything I did, I understand if you don't want me to travel with you anymore. I betrayed your trust. <sighs> you should have talked to me, Mel. I know. Explained what was going on. It was my mess. I wanted to handle it myself. Friends talk to one another. They don't come up with grand, complicated schemes, however well-intentioned, and then just drag others along without telling them. I can't believe you just said that. Hmm? I mean, I agree, but coming from you... Well? Oh, just get in the TARDIS. Right. Um... Yes. Ace, are we okay? Right now I'm still furious with you. But we will be, 
given time. Now go inside, I want to make a quick phone call. Hi, love. Hang on. It is you, isn't it? I haven't just called the Doctor Love again. It's me. Listen, they're having a huge party down here at the station. Come on down. It's not every day you get to celebrate winning a war without a single shot being fired. Yeah. Alex, look. There's no easy way of saying this. I'm leaving. What? You'll understand soon, I hope. It's just... uh, I'm not who you thought I was, okay? I'm sorry, but I... I'm just not. Possibility Engine by Guy Adams. The Doctor was played by Sylvester McCoy. Ace, Sophie Aldred. Mel, Bonnie Langford. Narvin, Sean Carlson. The amazing Mr. Josiah W. Dogbolter, President of the Solar System, Toby Longworth. Hob, that's me, Wayne Forrester. Captain Regent of the Krasi. Jules de Young. Other parts played by members of the cast. Script editor and producer, Nicholas Briggs. Director, Jamie Anderson. Executive producers, Nicholas Briggs and Jason Haig Ellery. <laughs>